Welcome to the Nerd Out Loud podcast, where we talk about the things that we nerd out about and you nerd out about and other people nerd out about. Just whatever, whatever you're passionate about. You could replace the word nerd with passion. It'd be your passion out loud podcast. And since Jeremy's passionate, his passion is himself, it's going to be the Jeremy episode. Okay, that sounded a little... Uh, <laughs> I felt a passive little aggressive. Yeah, no, I felt uh, nah. aggressive. I aggressive. wouldn't call that passive aggressive. <laughs> I would call that openly aggressive. <laughs> okay. okay Take three. Let's start over again. <clears throat> no, not. <laughs> this is it. We're going with it. Okay. Uh, can we put Monday Night Football on on mute? Or do we have we to cannot. watch a paused version of Heart of Dixie? Yes. I need to know what's happening. I don't need you telling my chambers. TV shows I all over to, the place. Well, then don't record horrible TV shows, and then I won't talk about them. But I mean, seriously, can we look through your, your section know. of the DVR where it's tattoo nightmares? I, I will gladly. And I will gladly talk about them. Both of us have our phones on, and we both just got texted. Yeah. <laughs> we need. I'll I'll answer back. You you start this up. What, what am I starting? Well, okay. First of all, I will say. Apologize. Um, this is supposed to be a bonus episode that was supposed to be recorded Wednesday. Yes. After right after our Cause last I lost podcast, because she lost a bet. Um, we both got what five minutes into it, mm-hmm. and she was like, "I don't want to do this." And no, I said I just wasn't going to talk. Oh, I just well, refused to talk. And then you just got bored with it and turned it off. <laughs> we both just decided it's better. But because we had promised it and he didn't edit it out, we had a little hate mail coming to us about why there's not a bonus yeah. episode. Apologies to the fan. All right. We'll work on. The nerds. Doing your nerds. The nerd herd. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies <laughs> for not meeting your expectations. Um, also, um, just to be... Uh, warned we might have to stop this just randomly we might just have to stop this recording uh they won't because know of that. a phone call we'll just put a song in we don't have to tell them we, they don't need to see behind the curtains oh well too late because i already told them <laughs> but do our podcast curtains match their drapes <laughs> how about the hardwoods or do we have any drape wait drapes wait curtains and drapes yeah, curtains and drapes, drapes the go same over thing. a window, you mean, right? You mean do the curtains map match the carpet? Oh, is that carpet what you're supposed to say? Carpet matches the drapes. Yeah. God damn it! <laughs> Can't even do sexual innuendo <laughs> right. Homeschooled. Anyway, all right. So, yeah. So here we are. This is our bonus episode. What is what? What is we doing? No. What Heard are we out doing? Loud. Oh no! What are we doing for oh. the? It's going to be a continuation. Of the jobs episode because I only got to talk. Right. At which the jobs episode being the movie or the podcast where we both went and watched the movie Jobs. Oh, we and should then do talked that. about how it made us feel. Well, why don't we do that stuff? Why don't we have that for our future one? Okay. Well, okay. we'll uh, be right back after we go <laughs> watch the but movie. But I, I couple. think <laughs> I'd rather see Gravity first. Oh, right. We need to see Gravity. the Jobs movie only We is need to see Gravity, and I think that probably need to see a 3D. And I will not be there. Okay. Okay. Well, me and my dad. Okay. Because space. <clears throat> so anyway, what's uh, what's happening? Um, We're just going to talk about your jobs. So, okay. Jeremy Holmes, do you have 
your that was another reason we had to postpone because um jeremy knew what the topic was going to be and yet was just starting his list while we were recording. i made it while we we're yeah okay so let's see starting from how old were you when you and had this your includes first job temp jobs right yeah I, I keep on burping. Babysitting the morning. I made a smoothie. Yeah. Christy almost uh, broke up with me. This podcast host, <laughs> co-host. Sorry. Co-host. What do you want to give your smoothie recipe? I don't remember. Oh no. Okay, broccoli, uh, avocado, uh, Greek yogurt, oranges, oranges, apples, spinach. Grapefruit, some grapefruit juice, um, some pineapple juice, and some frozen peaches. Do you want to know what I think about this? I think it is the best choice that I, I ever made. I think that it is, that I is abuse I, of an avocado, is what I, I say. I think that I made way too much smoothie because yes. Christy is anti smoothies and I am a. Uh, For them. Because I don't remember if mm. who it was. It was on the Takedown podcast, and one of them said, something you make for a snack for a toddler should not be considered a meal. And I completely agree. But I'm having this as, as dinner, and I'm full from it. Okay. I'm good. one and a half smoothies in, and I'm feeling, <laughs> I'm feeling, I'm feeling it. Oh okay. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, um, my first job... <clears throat> How old were you? 12. Okay. 12, I believe. It was a paper boy. It was a paper boy for the Shoreline Week. Um, it involved me having to... Was that spelled W-E-A-K? No, W-E-E-K. Okay. That was a joke. That was a joke. Yeah, that was hilarious. Maybe we should take a break so everybody can finish laughing. Okay. And now that you're done laughing from that hilarious <laughs> joke that Christina just made, um, we're back. Um, yeah, so that was a paperboy for the Shoreline Week. It involved me having to do collections once a month or co- collect. I so wouldn't be able to do that. I didn't actually get paid <laughs> from the newspaper. I had to go around and knock on people's doors. Hi, my and name is Jeremy. I'm from Shoreline Week. The paper itself is free, but I'm allowed to ask for... Donation. Oh my god, that's horrible. Recommended donations around two fifty. But you're welcome to pay anything you'd like. And you would get that money straight out? Yeah. Get to keep it all. Was this a real job or yes, did you just go job. to one no, of those free is... newspaper things and <laughs> no, grab it? No, and I I looked into being like I, I was thinking about stepping up to Seattle Times, but made the choice not to. Um because it involved having to be awake at like three o'clock in the morning because you have to go pick up the papers and then they have to be delivered by like five. Like yeah. I covered for and some friends that have, were Seattle You wouldn't Times have people. worked. You wouldn't have been able to wake, wake up and your mom would have had to deliver your papers because she would have done that for you. <coughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> right. Waking yeah. up at 3 a.m. Then I became a Red Cross certified uh, babysitter. I did some part-time babysitting work. Um, also, around this time, I did some uh, part-time clown situation. Uh, and we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. 
And we're back again. We're back. Sorry. Who knows how the editing will work out. Maybe you'll never hear this part. <laughs> but uh, it's been an action-packed night yes. here at the... Uh, a lot of text messages and calls and FaceTime flying around here. <laughs> yes. It's my daughter's third birthday today. Happy birthday, Elliot. You are... Uh, do I use her name? No, you use Ellie. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, well, happy birthday. Third, third birthday. It's been emotional day all around um so anyway i'm really emotional about this food i'm about to eat i am so good just had a bite of it and it's emotional for me as well um so anyway right uh i felt like was there something that i got into after babysitter no okay so red cross certified babysitter um oh yeah clowning clowning well wait, I did, what i did i did i did a little uh, amateur clowning for a while. Wait, wait. Did someone pay you for that? Or yeah, that just was for yeah, fun? Yeah, me and my sister um, did some... Uh, we, we did a couple birthday parties, I believe. Okay, there needs to be pictures of this, right? I don't think there is. I mean, it was it was a rare occurrence, but happened a couple times where um, I, I, at one time, had aspirations of being a professional clown. And we maybe have had done a few birthday parties. I learned to make balloon animals. I can make snakes. I can make worms. I can make uh, penises. I can make swords. Um, and juggle. I can make like, a parrot. There, I could actually make some like the legit first or animals. Second a time dog. I met, uh, we were hanging out. You decided to show me your juggling skills. Exactly. With two broken iPhones and my brand new phone. Yeah. 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 I don't know why I trusted you on that one. But for those of you who don't know Jeremy or his sister in real life, they are a lot like Arrested Development, Michael and Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how I picture. So, yes, I, I but, don't get the reference. But I just want to say never seen that Jessica is not Lindsay, <laughs> but just like your relationship. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you'll, you'll get it once we start watching it. Yeah. Sounds hilarious. Um, but yeah, so I did w- uh, not like, I would have liked to have do it, uh, done it more. I would have liked to have done it more. Yeah. You um, know what? You're not dead. Didn't work out. Right. Now you have a it's, real schedule. It's far from over. You have weekends off. Might be time to break out the old squeaky nose <laughs> once again. <laughs> the big floppy could, shoes. And we could um, get a little you could clown up the, the baby and take her with you. Yeah. She would love it. She could ride her little bike. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to get into unicycling. Uh, Horribly failed. (laughs) I had a friend that was far more successful than I when it came to unicycling. Um, Are you the one that stole Adam Carolla's? I no oh. no no. He's a lot older I than you. I did try. He could like be your father. One of my first times that I tried riding unicycle, it was an eight foot. It was a unicycle that was eight feet up in the air. Oh my gosh! Um, which was a mistake. Were you dressed like a clown? No. Were you naked? Uh, no. It, but it, yeah, it didn't. It didn't end well. We'll say that. We'll say that. <clears throat> so yeah. Um, let's see. So babysitter clowning. Um. Oh, man. All these other jobs that I had are coming back. Um, I had a temporary job. I was in the uh, Edmonds Police Explorers for a while. I had aspirations of being a police officer as well. Um, Maybe we should just call this podcast um, all of the things that Jeremy wanted to be and uh, is not. (laughs) Jeremy's shattered dreams. 
We could podcast edition. Just have that be its own podcast because I have some things too. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um. So yeah. So I was in the Edmonds Police uh, Explorers for a while because I thought it was going to be a police officer. Um. And when I was there, I had a temporary job. Um. I I did some contract security work uh, for the Edmonds Art Festival. I believe I was around sixteen at this point. Um did that i did i directed traffic during the holidays in the costco parking lot um what up jason mcdemy you've been there uh, both <laughs> as a fellow police explorer and uh fellow traffic director oh no costco employee i never worked for costco but jason did um jason just for those of you that are interested um put in his two weeks no showed enough that he actually got fired before the end of his two weeks and then uh, joined the Air Force. So, uh, what up? Yeah, hopefully we won't have to edit this out. Maybe we will. Who knows? Um, Let's see. Oh, yeah, during my time with the Edmonds Police Explorers, I also had a temporary job for a few months shredding paperwork for a summer. But these aren't the most exciting things you did. Tell the story. About the gang signs and all that stuff. The gang signs. You did security for like Salty Sea Days or something? Oh, right. Yes. The Salty Sea Days Festival in Everett. I did security for that. Um, As a 16 to 17 year old male, I was uh, assigned to do security for a traveling... um, Circus? Circus in Everett, (laughs) Everett, Washington. It wasn't a circus. It was like one of those... like. Mall fair things, right? right? The scary ass carnies that travel around the country. Um, and uh, I was uh, appointed to run security for one of these festivals, um, called Salty Sea Days. It's in Everett, which is like the like if it's the shady end of the Puget Sound, I guess you could say. What, what about Tacoma and Fife and all those things? Well, yeah, basically, the, the outskirts of the greater Seattle area you want to stay away from. Everett Renton. is the northern outskirts. Sure. <laughs> Renton, Fife, whatever, is the southern outskirts. Uh, just stay away from all of those. Um, but, yeah, so I think I was 16 or 17. We showed up to, for our orientation, and we were given bulletproof vests, <laughs> which, was, <gasps> which was not a good sign. We were told that we uh, um, weren't allowed to let anybody in. We, we had to check people's bags when they were coming in to make sure that they couldn't take guns in and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, we were told that we weren't allowed to um, let anybody in with any kind of motorcycle paraphernalia, uh, like like... Jackets other than like Harley Davidson, basically, um, D- Davidson, <clears throat> um, and uh, there was because apparently there's a little bit of an issue with uh, motorcycle gangs <laughs> showing up to these carnivals. Yeah, because when I'm in well, a motorcycle gang, my first thought is, hey, let's uh, let's go to. Well, if if Sons of Anarchy has taught me anything, this motorcycle gang is also a front for meth. And for weapons. We'll get to that, actually. Okay. So that's probably what happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've, I've also been, I mean, I've been in a motorcycle gang. No. We talked about this. Not motorcycle gang. Scooter gang. Right. Christian, Basically the same thing. 
Warriors of God Scooter Gang. Well, no, it wasn't called. It wasn't <laughs> Christian. We all happened to be Christian, but it was not a Christian. You we drive- were called the Emerald City Screamers. Okay, we had uh, fifteen scooters between a few of us. Oftentimes, it would be after church on Sundays. It just happened that we all were Christians. Um, was this during college or after? This was when I was the dean of a college, which we will get to yes. later. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but, um, you know, basically uh, 50 cc's or less, you, you could be in our, our scooter policy. <laughs> we had a rite of passage where we'd make you uh, take your scooter on the freeway that could only go 35 miles an hour. Um, did it with a friend on the back that... Did you wear a Wait, shirt that says if you can read this shirt, the bitch fell off? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm sure your wife loved that. We got. Um, and then did she have a shirt that said, I'm the bitch? No. Have you seen this? No. Oh. No endo. But we did all get matching jackets. <laughs> <sighs> of course you did. <laughs> they were dicky. Did you get Emerald City dicky. smoothies put on the back of it? No, no, we uh, we didn't get <laughs> we didn't get that far into the process, but no. we had plans to get a, a patch and a logo <laughs> written up, and but then uh, you know we all went our separate ways, um, as people that do. Story just anyway, got um, sad. Yeah, sorry. Um, okay, so anyway, back to salty sea days, doing security. Uh, Somebody came in. They were wearing a motorcycle jacket that had a very obvious gang insignia on it. I said, you can't bring that in. Uh, he hawked a loogie in my face, walked in anyway. Um, got to call the police uh, over the radio. The real that police. One. The, real, the real police, right? Um, Not the 15-year-olds that are trying to keep man, out Manning gang- the gate. <laughs> telling Bullet-proof vest. What did your mom in? think about you wearing a bullet? She oh, didn't know. I don't, yeah, she probably yeah, she didn't know. She knew she would not have not yeah. happened. Um and then uh, what else? What else happened? Um, oh, uh, I saw somebody get their throat slit. <laughs> there was there was a gang. The there was a gang situation um, that happened at that event, and uh, uh, the, there was an obvious showdown about to happen. They called security, so obviously we all came running with our um, pagers that we had and our radios where we could contact the real police and I watched somebody get their throat slit in front of me with a pocket knife uh, it was a gang another gang fight that was more of a uh, uh, like a hood type gang as opposed to a biker gang um, also I had somebody come in and you know I, I had developed a little bit of a, a spiel over the course of the weekend because I was having to interview every single person that came through the gates um, hey do you, do you have any guns knives bombs bazookas grenades anything not allowed to have any weapons whatever whatever so I had done that I did that with somebody they said yeah I have a gun I said okay you're gonna have to go put that in your car um, they said, no, no, I'm not. Um, pulled out a badge. It turns out this person was in the Secret Service. <laughs> not so secret anymore. Yeah. Did they have one of those um, ear things? No, they did not. Oh. No, full, full blown undercover, not even the fake earpiece. Um, and uh, turns out what happened is that there was a counterfeiting, <laughs> there, was, there was a counterfeiting ring going on. Um, it, it, 
that the, all of the carnies were counterfeiting money and they were using the carnival basically as a way to <laughs> launder said money that they were making, like to That's get it out pretty into smart, circulation. Right? Yeah. Um, it's somewhat diabolical, although I don't know because nobody trusts carnies already. So, But you, you know, you go to one of those ball throw things and you give them 20 bucks and yeah. they give you counterfeit change. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great way to get, about get it. out there, I guess. Um, so there was a counterfeiting ring that got busted by the Secret Service while we were there. Um, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, all at the ripe, the ripe age of sixteen-ish. Um, yeah, so that was that was next. fun times. Uh, oh, next, the next one I have on my list. Uh, so I said paper shredder. I did a little temp work at a body shop. Um. Had a friend that worked at a body. Well, my closest friend, one of my closest friends since second grade. Um, we've since parted ways, uh, which is a story for another podcast. Um, but uh, uh, he worked in the automotive industry. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm, I'm trying to chew away from the <laughs> microphone. Okay. All right. Okay. Um. So uh, I did some part-time work at the body shop. Uh, we had the opportunity then to um, be on the pit crew for some local races. Out in Monroe? Yeah, out in okay. Monroe, um, which is another. So we don't have, live there? Well, we oh, yeah, sorry, don't Jen. live there. So we know the south and the north outskirts of the Pug- like the greater Seattle area are scary. Monroe is a little bit to the east. Uh, it's not so much scary as it is uh, hillbilly, I would say. Like Sorry, Jen. Uh, fans of NASCAR probably would reside in Monroe or the Monroe area. Um, but they have a racetrack out there. Uh, and the <laughs> owner of this body shop that I worked part-time for, um, I, 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 w- I wouldn't even say part-time. I was probably never on the payroll. I, I got money from them, um, but I, I'm fairly sure that it was... Uh, just carney money money yeah probably carney, <laughs> carney money they money. got from carney <laughs> right um uh but there we you know we made we got the opportunity to make cars that were in demolition derbies and drag them out there um we they, they do figure eight races where they have school buses that race in a figure eight track um which i mean if if you just picture an eight there's there's a point where those two lines intersect um which oftentimes when you're racing on a figure eight track, those that, that intersection point can be exciting for people that are watching because there's accidents involved and whatnot. Um, so we picked up a school bus at one point, got to drive it out there, did some, uh, did some, did some pr- pr- preliminary uh, <laughs> drifting of the school bus out on the racetrack. Um, I saw that in a movie. Speed? No. I saw it in a movie called Footloose, the 2012 and or 11 Had it on remake. Laserdisc. <laughs> no, the new one. Oh. But yeah, so we did that. Um, yeah, that was my time. That was my time at the body shop. Uh, coming up next, I worked at a pool. <laughs> I was a janitor at a pool. And this was is, it an indoor pool or outdoor? It was an indoor pool. Um, this is one of the only jobs that I got fired from. 
um, because I, th- I think we're probably past the statute of limitations now, and hopefully none of my future past or present employers are listening to this podcast. Um, I, I know the four of you that listen, and so uh, I, none of I haven't worked for any of you, so hopefully we're we're okay. Um, but uh, basically, at some point during my time <laughs> being employed by this pool, I uh, just stopped stopped cleaning. Um, I, I was employed to be a janitor, so I was supposed to go there in the evenings and clean. Um, but basically what I did was I would take all of my friends and have them come over <laughs> to the, uh, to the pool and we would just go swim all night. Um, and we would like, um, throw everything in the building into the pool. So there was also a gym there. So we would oftentimes take the weights into the pool um, to experiment with like holding How out. How old like were you? 17, 16, 17-ish. Okay. I could drive. Okay. <laughs> um, Is this the haunted pool? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would throw... We, we would throw the lifeguard tower in there oftentimes. Um, sometimes I would have like 10 or 15 friends. We would just throw, like we would just get in fights where we'd throw kickboards at each other for hours. And then would you clean it up so no one knew the next day? Yeah, okay. obviously we would put everything back to where it was. Gosh, it would just be inconsiderate otherwise. Um, also, uh, sometimes I would take a large piece of plywood and um, a, a huge foam mat that you can float on. And I would use it to seal off the shower area in the men's restroom. And we would fill up. We would, it was a large, like uh, imagine like a 10 by 10 room with like six or seven shower heads in it. Mm-hmm. Um, we would just fill All it up. for men. We would fill it up with like probably four to five feet of water and just hang out in there, kind of like make our own hot tub sort of with multiple hot water put a pin sprayers. in that for an, okay. a later episode when you're going to tell the story about hot tub scabies oh god okay <laughs> yeah that happened Make a note. <laughs> um yeah so we we had some good times and wait um, we need a whole episode just about you with hot tub because <laughs> yeah, you have like three pretty big yeah. stories right some pretty serious hot okay. tub stories okay um i uh so yeah so basically my boss confronted me at one point and said hey you're not actually cleaning and i was able to talk her out of firing me and then uh a few months later she <laughs> confronted me again and uh i Did talked you- her into giving me a month warning <laughs> Did you cry? <laughs> no. Oh. No, because I, I, I mean, I, I fully you knew you <laughs> I deserved it. I deserved it. Yeah. Um, I was a janitor at a Christian theater company. Called? Uh, Taproot. Taproot hmm. Theater. It's a local Christian theater company here in Seattle. Um, got to see some of those, uh, got to see a bunch of their plays. So you and your cool. sister worked there. Um, had to clean there. I ended up quitting, kind of almost got fired. That was about the same time that I got fired from my other job because I kept on bringing friends there to clean with me because I didn't want to do it alone. Um, mm-hmm. I just liked being with people. And so I was like, oh, I'll have to go clean this thing. You should just come with me. Um, and then one time my boss showed up and uh, got pissed that I had brought somebody with me. Um, so Did that, you say those aren't my friends? Those are baby Jesus? That happened? Uh, no. 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 Um, but that was like actually one of the few times that I got fully like yelled yelled at by a boss. Only didn't cry. 
No, I didn't cry. Okay. Yeah, leave it to the Christian guy to uh, be the one person that screams at me. Um, but you weren't doing your job. No, I was. No, I was doing was my job. I was doing my job. He was just pissed that I was taking other people with me to hang out while I was doing my oh. job. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. You deserved it. Okay. You Next. believe that. Maybe I don't. Um, <clears throat> uh, okay. Worked at a dental laboratory fabricating crowns and bridges, um, night guards, stuff like that. So let's say you go to the dentist. The dentist says, hey, you need a crown. Um, your tooth is super fucked up. Um, they grind down your tooth. Uh, to a little stub, they take an impression, they send that off to a dental laboratory, and th- the dental lab makes a mold out of that impression that they took of your mouth, and then they fabricate a crown to fit on the little stub that the dentist ground. Gr- I hope I never down. have to have that. It's a it's it's a much more complicated process than you would think. Um, the other exciting part about this specific place is that it, it, it was owned by... Um, an, uh, somebody I would call an eccentric. So he he's crazy, um, but in kind of a fun way, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I, I love. I mean, I Tell still. I, I talked to him. Photos. I talked to him a couple years ago, and I I still love talking How to him. Crazy he is, right? Uh, yeah, but I hated working for him. So not not the best guy to work for. Definitely an awesome guy to know. I mean, his so his house, he built his entire house um to look like a normal two-story house from the front. But what you don't know is that it's built into a hillside. It's actually four stories. It's a huge house. The entire bottom floor is a swimming pool that he made himself. It's not anything well. that um, it's not anything that he. Uh, it's 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 not like a manufactured pre anything. He made it himself. Um, the second floor is a game room. Uh, it, there's a hot tub. Um, the hot tub has a water slide that goes down to the fourth floor <laughs> into the into the pool. There's a rope swing, an indoor rope swing. You can't go wrong with an indoor rope this swing. This sounds like something that. Like a kid would have designed yeah. when he was like 12. Except for this guy was like 70 years old. Right. Yeah. And, and insane. Um, we My Christmas bonus yeah, every my year, favorite part. we could either pick uh, between, we could pick between um, $20 uh, or a ham. so um, over my time there i i started as uh like doing some janitorial like some driving stuff like that and i kind of worked my way up into um ham man basically like uh admin like kind of answering the phones like running the office i made night guards i did some steps in the manufacturing process of the crowns and bridges i ran the um what's that called the stock department or whatever um all the like like supplies supplies yeah Uh, all the ordering and that kind of stuff um and uh yeah yeah Uh, and so during my time there basically I, i feel like a little bit it's 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 more offensive to like a, a twenty dollar tip is more, or twenty dollar Christmas bonus. Like, hey, you've worked for me for an entire year. Thank you. 
You can have $20. <laughs> I feel like that's more offensive than maybe just not right. having Sorry. a bonus, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I made it my goal to get everybody in <laughs> the lab to uh, have hams, to, to, to get hams, because I got to make the Costco run where I bought all the hams. My boss was always like, don't spend more than $20 on each ham. Like, <laughs> go through the stack of Black Forest hams, find the ones that are less than $20 and get those. And so I'd always try and talk everybody into eating the hams because then I would construct what I called the pyramid of hams um, in <laughs> the break room, which was... Spoiler alert, a pyramid <laughs> made out of hands. I wish that you had taken a picture. <laughs> yeah. And this was, so this was one of my, oh, well, I have pictures. I have pictures from this. A pyramid ham, to, though? No, no. I well, you've seen of pictures the of the older lady that you had a crush on. Right. Janine. Hey. <laughs> What's up, girl? Wasn't she like 50 then? No, she wasn't 50. Mm. She's not even 50 now. Oh, she on your Facebook? Still waiting for you, Janine. <laughs> J nine. Um. Anyway, yeah, and she's still in the dental lab world. Oh shit! And I just said her name. <laughs> no, I'm not friends with her on Facebook. That would be weird. Um. But uh, well, you do but drive yeah. slowly by her so, house once a week. Well, no, well, she lives. I don't know where she lives now. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, um. So. So yeah, so that was that was the now if it was a pyramid of John Hams, dental lab. I would be into that, <laughs> right? Uh, as would many people. <laughs> um, so that was man. I felt like there was something else. I had some uh, some random shit go down there. I mean, my boss, the the owner of the dental lab, would oftentimes, as a grown adult, like literally throw hissy fits, jump up and down, throw things. Uh, reminds me largely of my three-year-old and how she um, deals with frustrations that she encounters in her daily life now. Mm -hmm. um, um, also, you should tell the story about the what he did with the windows. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> um, it was so... The, it's not around anymore, but the dental lab used to be located in Fremont, and there were some windows that faced out onto Fremont Avenue, which is a fairly main drag um in seattle and there used to be large windows that were facing out onto the street and um he because you needed the natural light right because we needed the natural light because we're building like porcelain we're putting porcelain on these crowns and making them like have to match with other people's teeth colors and stuff like that um and so we wanted the natural light and also i mean <laughs> windows are just always nice um and uh, one weekend, he just basically decided that all of the employees were getting too distracted <laughs> by looking out the windows. And so his solution to that was just to uh, uh, plaster over them. <laughs> so he just plastered over. He just plastered over all the windows. Yeah. It's still like that, right? Didn't we see the building? Yeah, well, they, it, it's now, there's like a, a hair salon or something. Oh, uh, so they... Yeah. Oh. There was one other thing that happened that was crazy. Well, there was many things that happened that was crazy while I was there. But, uh, oh, yes. Okay. So, um, I, uh, basically, I, I, I came in one day in the morning and they pulled me aside. They pulled me into the office and they, uh, without, 
we we had just gotten a new manager in while I was there. I was there for four years, wow. and while we were there, I think we went through six to seven managers because they couldn't handle because they would come in and the owner was just insane and whatever so we had just gotten a new manager in this guy was actually like made us profitable for the first time in a really long time um they sat me down and they said hey look we're gonna basically without telling me exactly what was gonna happen they let me know that they were gonna fire uh eight people out of 20 oh wow so I mean, that's a fairly large percentage because they were saying, hey, if these people weren't around anymore, would you be willing to take on these tasks? And so I could tell from what they were talking to me about that I knew. So uh, that was a Friday, um, as I call it, Black Friday. Uh, (laughs) It was not Black Friday, but uh, it was Black Friday to me. Um, And they... uh, so, so yeah, so, so I knew all these people that I've been working with for three, four years yeah. or whatever. I knew that they were all going to lose their jobs, including one of them was like my really close friend. I had gotten him the job there. Like we were, had been friends before and mm. were since for, That's horrible. for at least for a while. Um, that Friday also happened to be a pizza party day. And so I went in the morning, I found out that they're going to fire eight, eight people um, I knew about it the entire day. They decided not to fire them till the end of the day. And then we <laughs> proceeded to have a pizza party where we ordered pizza and everybody's like eating lunch together. And I'm like, I f- it felt like the last supper for me. Right. Cause you but, knew, but they don't know. <laughs> like Aww. I'm just sitting there like all of these people are going to lose their jobs. And then sure enough at like four o'clock, they get on the loudspeaker. They start calling people back <gasps> into the office That's one by horrible. one. <laughs> one by one, they start calling people back into the office. Like, hey, so and so, come back. Da, da, da. That person comes out. Well, it's nice knowing it. Like, shakes hands with everybody, packs up their stuff, goes to leave. They call another person back after like the third person. It was like, okay, this is very clear. This is, this what's, is happening. what's happening. So they didn't. Um, no to, one had any idea that this was coming. No. Besides you, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, and the, the like three managers that were involved in the process besides me. Oh my um, gosh! And so, yeah, yeah, it was it was horrible. And then this all happened. This happened while the owner was out of town. He did it on purpose. Yeah, because the owner guy would have freaked out about it because he makes every he made everything way too personal. And like, there's people that were there that got paid way too much to do absolutely nothing because they were you know legacy employees basically. Mm-hmm. Um. And so uh, after he got back, he flipped out and hired back my friend. (laughs) So my friend got fired. He was (laughs) off for two weeks. He got hired back after the boss came back, uh, was there for three weeks, and then got fired again. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Because he he was horrible. Yeah, because it shouldn't have happened in the first place. Like he, he he needed to get fired because things needed to change and whatever. Um, So then you basically were signing up to do the job of four people. Did you get a pay raise for I this? I did, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. This, that, actually, that was one of the most high-paying high jobs that I've had hmm. uh, still. I make a little bit more than that now. Like, but at the time? I think I, make, I think I make about 50 cents an hour more now than I made then. Hmm. And when I quit that job, they 
begged me to stay and just asked me how much to like what's it going to take to keep you why didn't you stay because it was an insane working environment mm-hmm. um and now it's out of business right a year after i left so the guy that i basically the my, i gave my job i when i left i gave them one of my friends <laughs> and said hey He'll hey go work um that person ended up marrying the boss's daughter. <laughs> so he gets to inherit the five-story house. Yes. Yeah. Well, <sighs> so crazy story. The house that's next to the four-story house was owned by... So the owner of this dental lab, uh, his mom was one of the first... Uh, sh- she's owned a house in... Seattle, it's near the uh, Golden Gardens area. Okay. She's owned it for like a hundred years or something, uh, and it is insane. Like it was written up in all these magazines in the eighties as the house of the future, and it has been empty since then. So, like, Weird. if you just think, like, if you go, like, if you go to Disney, like the 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 future, future land, or, land or, whatever. or whatever at Disney. And it's like this completely antiquated idea. version of what the future is going to look yeah. like. This house is like that. And it's right next door to the crazy four-story house with the swimming pool and the hot tub and everything else. It's equally as crazy. It's an amazing house. It has an amazing view of the Puget Sound, whatever, whatever. My friend that married the boss's daughter now lives in that house. Oh, yeah, free house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They basically got given it. Aww. And it's like a six bedroom. It's it's yeah, it's amazing. So the next time I get married for health insurance and maybe free house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just pick wisely. Pick yeah. wisely. But maybe maybe we should take a little break. I feel like I've just been talking. Well, yeah, that's like the point of today. Um, and then break. we can tell you uh, where I went after uh, after the dental lab. It's starting to get good. Starting to get What's really scary is that I'm only, I'm not even halfway through the list. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to try and consolidate some of my new stories, I guess. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. It's hard to wake up when the shades have been pulled shut. This house is haunted, it's so pathetic, it makes no sense at all. I'm right with things. And Thank you for still listening. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, like the, so the last time we had Jeremy, uh, the last, before the break, Jeremy was just finishing the dental lab. Mm-hmm. If you're just tuning in, to this podcast which is weird because it's a podcast but uh but we'll just reset for those of you that uh, might be tuning in randomly halfway through um we're doing a recap of our jobs the jobs that we've had and uh a, a lot of the jobs that i've had um oh well yeah, we're just getting into the section where it starts getting into the um, my church-related jobs. Yeah. And, and uh, there's so many, and they have such good stories that I want like you to I, tell it during the religion. I could probably, <laughs> yeah, I could talk, I could talk uh, for way longer than you guys would be interested about <laughs> that whole thing. But we're thinking about doing, 
in Grapes Arad style. Religion a, a religion episode. episode. Yeah. Uh, Grapes Arad being one of my favorite podcasts, probably. Yeah. Um, check them out. They just did a crazy episode that was because awesome. Because they all kind of all had the same. Religious. They like grew up like one of them is a Jehovah's Witness. One of them. Uh, and then the other two grew up as Christian missionaries. They're all now atheists. Um, but they just talk quite a bit about that whole. You kind of had a similar origin story situation as Ben and Aaron. So that's interesting. Yeah. Minus the, um, yeah. Jehovah's Witness part because they're heathens. We know that. Um, <laughs> so I left Zundel. It's not a thing anymore. Is it oh, is it okay to say it? It's not a thing anymore. Yeah. So I left the dental lab, <clears throat> unnamed dental lab, um, to do pest control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, had, I had several friends that were in pest control, and I felt that that would be a great solution. I, I just saw you looking at the time. I need you to know that it's been recording. Like, this is not an accurate I know. Time. Okay. I just didn't know if it was actually recording. I get a little nervous about it. Got it. Um, we have not yet had an episode where we forgot to hit record. We haven't. Yeah. We thought last week it didn't record. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. on what are we doing? We had one where it had cut off after like 15 out. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I left the dental lab to do the pest control situation. I, uh, let me think. So I had to go down to, uh, uh, to be a pest control operator in Seattle, um, or in Washington state, you have to get a license, um, from the state and to do that, you have to pass a test. So I studied independently for the test, went down to Olympia, passed it, whatever. Um, I got hired at a company called, Mm. what do you think you should say it? I don't even think they're around anymore. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Integrity Pest Control. Um, They were based out of Stanwood, Washington, which is about an hour north of Seattle. Okay. Hour 15. We have some good uh, good friends, tents. I do, that are the Stanwood tents. Oh, I have some Stanwood stories for you. (laughs) Oh, gosh. If any of you know Renee Hillies, Hillies. Give me a call. I'm trying to get in touch with her. Um, Why? I'll tell you later. Um, Yeah, so I got a job working for a pest control company. Uh, It did not go over well when I tried to quit at the dental lab. They freaked out, tried to get me to stay. Um, Shortly after I left, they sold the entire company. 90% of the employees got fired. Um, The like three to four employees that they kept to the company that they sold to um, got fired hmm. uh, shortly thereafter, with the exception of Janine. Oh. Hey, Janine. <laughs> um, who I believe, last time I checked, is still employed in the dental and single <laughs> in the dental lab world. Is she now, single, ready to mingle? Married, couple oh. of kids. Just, just. Shit out another one. But I, w- I also want you to tell that this isn't the first uh, older lady that you've had a crush on. Uh, right. At the the cafeteria lady. Yeah. 
I love that you're saying it like, duh. Duh, yeah. Who doesn't have crushes on older ladies? <laughs> That's a thing. <laughs> I guess. How old are you? 28. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm younger, remember? Oh, I thought you just told me no. that you're... <laughs> okay, well, let's... <laughs> moving on. Okay, <laughs> moving all right, on. okay. Um, I thought you were older than me. Uh, changes things. <laughs> um, so, no, so I did No, and I decided control. we're 28 again this year until the... Tw- Two and the eight candles are non-readable. Then we turn 29. Got it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I did pass control. Um, obviously, there's some knowledge that you need to know go- going in to, to, to do pass control. Um, some training that's involved. Uh, I had passed the test, but... Did you have to look like at a picture a and say, test. this is a rat, this is a spider? No. Oh. It's like passing a driver's test and then being placed on a racetrack Mm -hmm. and just like, yeah, just go for it. Just figure it out. Also you pass on automatic. This is a stick, like just figure it out. Mm -hmm. So day one, um, the guy that I was training with dropped me off in the crawl space of somebody else's house, asked me to sweep up all of the rat droppings off of the vapor barrier, which is a plastic sheet that's in the under. So I'm crawling around. I'm, on my hands and knees, uh, no knee pads, no proper protective equipment, whatever. Spent nine hours in a crawl space by myself. Day two, they sent me out with, on my own, in my own truck, and said, here are the customers that you're visiting today. <laughs> Have fun. Oh, um, my gosh. So I, at that point, had, I had friends, like I said, that worked for some of the larger pest control companies um, that you may or may not know. They're not sponsors on this podcast, so I'm not going to give them no. a free advertising. Yeah, no um, if you guys want to reach out to us, Alpha, Terminix, um, Orkin, call call us, um, tweet us, whatever, and we can talk about a, a sponsorship situation. Um, you have a lot of spiders. Maybe with the sponsorship, they can come out. Yeah, well, no, we'll talk about that. Okay. Um, so I had friends that worked <laughs> at other pest control places. So I literally, I got one of them to email me an electronic version of their employee manual. I would go out on a call. I would look at my route sheet. It would say, you're going here because this person is having a problem with cockroaches. Um, I would pull up the training manual page for how from to a deal with cockroaches company. from a different company. Okay. And I would read through it usually around the corner from the stop and then go in and just wing it. Um, spend, spend some time on the phone talking to my friends beforehand saying, okay, I'm going in. These are the chemicals I have on my truck. Um, the other exciting thing about the company that I work for, ironically named Integrity Pest Control. <laughs> okay. Companies based in outside of Seattle in the outskirts that are more probably leaning towards the right the right you know the, the conservative conservative okay. whatever um so it maybe played well with them on my business card i had a jesus fish i had a uh by choice uh, or that's the company no no okay. on the business card that was assigned to me um i had a picture of the uh, uh marines raising the flag at iwo jima Hmm, this seems um, like a shit show of a card. Too much stuff. <laughs> it was very messy. It was very messy. Uh, I would hate that. 
also does not go over well with a lot of uh, liberal Seattleites. Right. Yeah, right when you show up and you have a that. business card that has a Jesus fish on it and also uh, the Marines raising the flag at Iwo Jima. It doesn't, it doesn't go over well. And it doesn't make sense to what the job is, what the company is right. about. No, we're here to kill rats. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Marines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so it was exciting. To say the least, I guess. Um, Spent some time there. And then, uh, oh, man. And if you ever need someone to come out and tell you about rats, he's really good at spotting it. So since then, I've had, so I I don't remember exactly where it fits in, in the timeline of jobs, because a lot of my jobs have overlapped. Mm -hmm. Um, I have since worked at a pest control company. Um, My one, a close friend of mine started a pest control company since then. Um, one of the people that I would oftentimes call and ask for tips <laughs> um, pointed me, uh, started his own pest control company and um, I worked for him for a year full time. And you still recommend that place. You think Absolutely, that they're a great 100%. Company. Should we say their name? Sure. Dominion Pest Control. If you need pest control, go Check with Dominion. Them Tell him Jeremy sent you yeah, and then say, hey, send Jeremy some money. Yeah. Just say, I'm using the promo code Jeremy Holmes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, if you ever need like pest things taken care of in this area, talk to me. I will coach you through the whole process. Um mm-hmm. Because they taught me how to actually solve people's problems as opposed to good old integrity, which I believe got bought out by Terminex a couple of mm. years later. Um, so after that, oh, what did I, I'm trying to remember the timeline of everything. So I believe after that, I left that job to be at the school, right? I was in, I was in Bible college at the time. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I think I started working, I think I started working for a church. <laughs> started working for a church here in Seattle. As a pastor? As in, I don't believe that I started as a pastor. Mm-hmm. As more of a facilities manager type okay. situation. Um, I had, oh, yeah, that's another job. I had done some apartment managing up to that point. Um, so I got brought on uh, with a church here in Seattle because we had a, there was an apartment complex that they owned um, that was across the street from the church. This is in the uh, Queen Anne area of Seattle. Um, at one point, the <laughs> um, it, it's actually, it used to be a brothel. The <laughs> the apartment complex that I was overseeing used to be a brothel. And uh, at one point, they had written up... Were any of the whores still living there? Not that I know of, although when I lived there... I meant sex worker. I yeah. want to say the PC when way. When I lived there, um, we used to... Whore yourself out for op- money? No. We used to oh. do this thing called open door sleeping or extreme sleeping as we called it, where we lived on a ground floor apartment. Um, this is in like downtown Seattle, a very questionable stretch of Aurora. At one point, mm-hmm. the Seattle times um, posted a p- picture of the street corner that had the most prostitution in Seattle. Half of our church was in the picture. Oh gosh. Um, 
so we would we would me and my friend roommate i guess um we would sleep in the living room and then on the floor um and leave the door open and just see who wandered in <laughs> of course you did because that's what you do i guess so, so. we called it extreme sleeping <laughs> um but yeah so i started out um working as like maybe I need I need to, we need to hire someone for me to hold my microphone. Uh, well, it's getting we like have, look, it's getting we bought, we bought a microphone stand. I don't like that though. Okay. Here. No. You can pay me to hold your microphone. <laughs> no, you do it for free. Okay. No. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, I interrupted extreme Jesus sleeping. Christ. Um so Yes. Was this during the time when you were in the scooter gang? Extreme sleeping, scooter gang. No, scooter gang happened after extreme sleeping. Okay. <laughs> that was during the Bible class. Were you married years. at this time? No. Mm-mm. No. The wife wouldn't have been too into extreme sleeping. Mm, she probably would have played along with it. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. She's a good sport. I yeah. Yeah. from your stories. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, ex wife. What up? Um so yeah, so you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh got a job as the facility manager at the church. Um maybe I need just gloves. Do you think gloves would help? Gloves? <laughs> For what? Oh Jesus. You're still talking about the fucking microphone. <laughs> do we do, do we just need to be done? No. <laughs> okay. Keep going. Okay. Am I boring you? No. Okay. My hands are just hurting. <laughs> I've heard that before. Um, so, um, just don't grip so tight. Um, so, yep. oh. what was you, you try to be funny and tell a sex joke, oh, and Jesus then you lost your train of thought. Because, yeah. well, no. for obvious reasons, I lost my train. Um, so, because I'm sitting here naked, I became. You are not naked. <laughs> <laughs> Under my pants, I am. <laughs> Your toes are awkward, awkwardly caressing that juice cup. Yeah, it's what a good juice. Really. Um, so anyway, so I uh, slowly grew into the position of a pastor at this church, um, to the point where I became ordained with the denomination that we were a part of. I had graduated from a Bible college at that point. Um. Yeah. Awesome. What's next? I don't. What? I'm just trying to like. I'm trying to figure out what to say and what not to say. Um. Don't give too many details. Okay. All right. Um. During this time, I was also an apartment manager in Belltown. Had a crazy crackhead. Knocked on my door at two in the morning once. It's exciting. Um, had to clean up an apartment after a hoarder. It was also exciting. Um, then we made the choice as a, a church to we uh, start our own nonprofit. Um, so you could get out of paying taxes. Y- well, yeah, no. So we. <laughs> We were part, so churches, they're part of a denomination, which is like Catholicism. Like if you're a Catholic church, then you're part of Catholicism as a whole. You pay a certain amount of money to the mothership 
et cetera, et cetera. You have to follow certain rules. There's leadership situation set up, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So we were part of a certain denomination. Um, We wanted to do things like start our own Bible college, like do some stuff, but we didn't want to have to go through all of the red tape Mm -hmm. that is involved with getting approvals from the denomination headquarters. Mm -hmm. So we decided instead of dealing with that, we would just start our own nonprofit separately as like an umbrella organization and just put all the stuff that we wanted to do underneath that. Okay. So we did that. Um, It's called the Urban Pipeline. Still around, probably. Um, If you are a tax person, don't look at them because they're probably breaking lots of rules. Um, uh, so we started, we started a 501c3. Uh, I became intricately involved in, um, the whole nonprofit situation, uh, figured out how to start one, got that off the ground. Um, and then we started a Bible college. Hmm. Not the same one you went to before. Okay. <laughs> So, the one that the Bible college that I went to is called Seattle Bible College, um, based out of Ballard, uh, is now moved to Everett. The myself and the pastor at the church that I was working at at the time felt like some we had a hard time with the fact that something called Seattle Bible College was moving to Everett. We felt like it was really important that it would be in like the heart of the city, like in actual Seattle proper, Mm -hmm. um, because obviously God wants to save Seattle. Um, and so it needs to be in Seattle. So when Seattle Bible College moved to Everett, we decided to start the Bible College ourselves and also ended up, taking over the campus that oh, Seattle okay. Bible College used to have. I was always confused by that. Now it makes sense. Yeah. And what did you call yourself? Horizon College of Ministry. Is it still around? No comment. Okay. <laughs> I think at this point it's, honestly, I think at this point it's a money-making scheme for the One family. church um, because... The church that I used to work for has a lot of ties with uh, Japan and Korea. Um, Mm. And so we created an ESL program as a branch of the school. There happens to be a lot of money in that area Mm -hmm. if you can do this. And so, uh, yeah. So if... It's kind of like that. If it's around at this point, it's probably basically just to make money. So it's similar to that coffee shop that Marcel just opened. Have you heard about this? Uh, yeah. Storyville. First of all, that's a lame name for a coffee shop. Sounds like a Disneyland ride. Well, <laughs> it was a, someone said it was like a famous uh, brothel in New Orleans. <laughs> and it's, uh, yeah, and it's full on Mars Hill backed or like whatever. But if you ask them about it, they won't talk about it. Right. So. Yeah. So we had the we we took over the campus, which was crazy because when I was in Bible college, I mean this is again, this is an entire other podcast. I almost got kicked out multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh I the my first week there, 
I was a DJ. <laughs> I was I was DJing high school dances in leather to pants. try and make a, oh to, I forgot about that. That's another job that I did. <laughs> I was a DJ. Of course you were. <laughs> um, I I uh, for for artist purposes I DJed raves, <laughs> um, but also I had all the equipment, my own lighting setup, my own sound, whatever, and so I would also to make money. DJ, high school dances, weddings, stuff like that. Um, so, obviously, second week, at, first week at college, I want to make an impact. Like, hey, we're cool. Let's do this. Men's dorm happened to be a, a gym attached to it. We threw a dance party, invited all the ladies because, hey. Ladies. Right. You don't go to Bible college to stay single. <laughs> um, uh very shortly after that, found out that apparently dancing is not permitted um, at our school. <laughs> like, I mean, like a year before I was there, no, two years before I was there, men and women weren't allowed to walk on the same side of the street after classes when they were going back to the dorms. Mm. And uh, fast forward to me throwing a dance party and inviting all of the girls i can't over. believe you would go to a school like this <laughs> i honestly don't get it well i've told you i went i told you why i went why because god well, told you to no well are we getting into this right now i guess we can save it okay okay <laughs> i went because because it was cheaper than paying rent <laughs> right well, well but you should have just gone to a real we'll college that you there. got into Eh, no, but that would have cost money. Your parents wouldn't have helped you. <laughs> they were too busy spending all the money on the good, the good kid. <laughs> Stop. I don't think they paid for her school. Maybe they did. I don't know. Anyway, um, so yes, so we opened the Bible College at the campus of the school that I almost got kicked out of. Multiple times, which, uh, again, that's for another podcast, yes. but I have some great stories about almost getting kicked out of Bible college. Um, we started I think a... You have the broccoli burps. I do. I do. Have, it's from the smoothie. Um, we started the Bible college there. We also started a coffee shop um, that was free. Uh, we let people just pay whatever they wanted. Um, we we had somebody donate $18,000 worth of books. They shut down their own nonprofit that they had down in Oregon, donated all of their supply, inventory, everything, came up, worked for us full-time for a very small amount of money um, to run the coffee shop, run the bookstore. Um, I ended up being the dean of the Bible college, <laughs> which was which was amazing. Um, yeah. And then uh, you're distracted because you're playing with your phone. I'm sorry. Sorry, I was doing very important podcast work. Got it. Got it. Um, so, next. Uh, where did 
trying to go from there. Oh, yeah. And then from there, I uh, branched out and decided that I was going to be a pastor on my own. Um, me and the person that I was working for at the church, we didn't see eye to eye. Um, I had tried to like work. And what's Christianese for starting a new church? Ch- church plant. Church plant. Yeah. Um, I'd never heard of that until I met you. Got it. So. Okay. <laughs> so I had uh, uh, tried to work with the person, the, like my boss at the church, basically for a while, and uh, it didn't. It didn't work out. Um, and so I just decided after, I mean, it was, man, it was like a two year process. I decided to just try my own thing. Um, and we started, how many people were in this? Well, we being me and my now ex wife, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, uh, we had a small group, probably like so did you take all your friends? Did your friends all follow you? No. So I sp- implicitly told, like, most of the people that ended up, like, kind of being the core of our church um, weren't people that were regularly attending the church that I went to. Um, this is, again, a story for another podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went through some like horrible, horrible shit when I left the other yeah. church. Like I, the guy that I had worked for for years, like literally had like laid my life down to like work for him. Um, told me that I like set him down, like set him back five years of ministry and just all this shit. Like I had people come to me and say that nothing that I did in life was going to be successful because I didn't leave with the church's blessing and whatever, whatever. Um, so yeah, it was it was rough, a rough go when we left, but um when we finally did um and st- started our church, uh most of the people, most of the people that came regularly weren't people that were attending the other church. So, um and it actually went it went great. I mean, we had we did it for about 6 months. Um had people come. It was fun. Started making a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, and that's why you start a church. And where was the church? Where did you guys like, where were you out of? Ballard. Just like a space? Um, no, we met in a, like a Episcopalian church in Ballard. Did you have to pay them rent? St. Luke's. No. They let us use a space for free. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a super cool space. And, um, there was a, uh, is revival a Christianese word? Or is revival something that you would understand if I said it? Uh, use it in a set. Tell me about it. Well, there was a revival, I think, I want to say in the 50s, a while back in Seattle. Like, a bunch of people. People came from all over the world. I know what that is, just from okay. movies. Yeah. It was called The Great Great Awakening or something. People from all over the world came to Seattle to this tiny little Episcopalian church that was uh, the size, like maybe, maybe 800, 800 square feet, like a tiny little chapel. Um, they had to have like six services in a day. People were coming from all over the world, like crazy stuff was happening. People were like speaking in tongues, like the Holy spirit showed up and like crazy stuff was happening. And that's where the church that I started got to meet. So I kind of had this cool, like history, um, uh, we were like a very <laughs> a, 
un- unorthodox church, I would say. I, I believe the first sermon that I preached, I preached in jorts. Um, Barefoot, probably. No, probably oh. wearing flip-flops. Yeah. I, the biggest the biggest service that we had was on my birthday. And we had all your friends came. almost 50 people there, yeah. Huh? Because... As much as I tried to pretend like I didn't care how many people showed up, I still did. And so I think that my wife at the time knew, like, hey, if we can get a bunch of people to show up, it'll mean a lot to them. Well, see, and... Like, 50 people showed up. And I preached that sermon with a unicorn balloon (laughs) standing behind me. (laughs) See, knowing you the way that I do, you get super anxious when you have to go into... Um, situations and like speak in front of people and then also that you would be really down on yourself if no one came and those are two things you can't do when you're a pastor of a church oh i would get horrible anxiety every time i'd have to speak before i was responsible for speaking every week even when i was just like a part-time pastor and why did you decide to do this i felt called like what does that mean? So that's Christianese. I loved I need it. To, like, no, I, I don't know I, what like, called it, it, like, means. Someone called you on the phone. It makes me feel like whole when I do it. Like, Still? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like if I could figure out a way to make it fit like with the worldview that I have now, I would totally. Okay. This is getting <laughs> way too personal <laughs> for I me d- to be I don't know what you mean it, by called. You're called. That's a Christianese. Do you ever just do something and you feel like. Oh, this is what I want to do. Like, this makes me feel like alive. Like, you just feel so happy. Well, so pooping. No. There's me. No, I'm not. I'm actually upset right now. Really? Yeah, a little bit. Why? <laughs> then let's take a break. Because this is way too personal for me. <laughs> and well, we only have, we only have, I only have two more jobs. So maybe we should just be done. No, keep going. No. Yes. <laughs> we'll check back with a religious episode. <laughs> okay. Keep going. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So I did the pastor thing. Started my own church. Did that. I was also managing apartments part-time up on Capitol Hill. It was very exciting and fun. Basically just for free rent, right? Is yeah. that At that yeah. time? Okay. Um, Which is a really good deal in Capitol Hill in Seattle. Right. Um, and then, uh, I, my entire life exploded. Um, <laughs> I'm holding back so We've many jokes right this. now. Have we talked about, I can't remember. Yes. How. Okay. So <laughs> I'm holding back so many if jokes. If you don't know, um, I had an affair, uh, ended up getting somebody else pregnant. Uh, that was not my wife. Um, my, the church that I had fell apart uh, as a result, and my wife left me when we subsequently got separated um, and divorced. And, uh, yeah. Um, so from there, I uh, started working for the company that I worked for prior to where I work now, which is a place called, should I say the name? Sure talked about it before maybe mm-hmm. yeah a uh, place called frog box um put the promo code <laughs> nerd out <laughs> yeah, loud yeah. nothing will happen yeah 
Just say, again, just say Jeremy sent you. Jeremy sent you. <laughs> see what, it, what happens. Yeah, honestly, if you're in the Seattle area, you're looking to move. Check it's out awesome. Frogbox. Yeah. They, uh, we rent. Not we. We. No. no. <laughs> I can't say we anymore. <laughs> no. don't work for them. Um, they rent reusable moving boxes. So instead of buying cardboard boxes, you rent these little That's reusable boxes. Awesome. They drop it off at your old house, pick them up at the new house. You use them, move, pick them up at the new place. Done and done. Um, so, yeah, I uh, started out there um, just being a driver. Um, and over the course of three years, four almost years? four, almost four, <laughs> almost four years, ended up basically running the entire Seattle franchise. And some of the national stuff, right? Yeah. Like the social media. Yep. Um, it's it's a company based out of Vancouver, so they're in a bunch of Vancouver or a bunch of Canadian cities. And so that, that happened. And then uh, just recently landed my new position here at Undisclosed Location because mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to talk and about it. works Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Yep. Actually gets weekends off. Benefits. Gets paid for the hours he works. Yep. Benefits. Right. Insurance. Insurance. It's crazy. Wow. So any other? I feel very emotional right now. You do? Why? I, just, Why? Yeah, I don't know. I just got super worked up about all. I don't know. Um, do you want me to tell my my scam stories? Let's take a break. Okay. We'll come back. We'll do one closing segment. I wonder what you've done to become so big and dumb. I know you can change your lifestyle once again. Again? Yep. We weren't actually and recording any of that time. We're back. Yeah, we just recorded like an entire podcast on accident. Thought we did, but then we didn't. None of Here that was are. recording. Nope. Shut up. Now we have to start over. Well, I'm not going to. <sighs> okay. I'm dead, and I'm I'm boring myself to death. Yeah. You okay. and me both. So. You're also boring me to death. I had and I had uh, mentioned that I had been part of a couple scams, and both of these, I was an only, I was an unwilling, uh, not unwilling, ignorant party in it. Okay, so when I worked at the bagel place, the statute of limitations is over, right, for this situation? Yeah, absolutely. As as I, I worked with the girl who was I think bagel 17. Statute of limitations is three years. Three years. Okay. Then I'm good. Um, this girl I worked with, she was 18 and she was doing a um, running start type situation. So she worked at the bagel place all day. So and she's she, 18. What, 17? What oh, okay. Never mind. Okay. And maybe she was 16 or 17, but. But not 18. No, because she was still in high school, oh, but doing yeah. running start. No, no, so she had every menu item memorized with tax. So what she would do is she would say, oh, you got two bagels with cream cheese. That's six seventy-five. Just play, press buttons, and then have yeah. the total come up. So then when they, she would take the money, it would all be, it wasn't ever registered, and she would put it in a tip jar. And then at the end, and I didn't know this was happening because I was in the bagel place. And then um, she was like, hey, I got a lot of tips today. 
can you buy me a bottle of alcohol? So I was not part of that situation because I refused to buy kids alcohol. Because you can like go to jail for that. It's not a good idea. It's yeah. not a good idea. PSA, don't buy kids booze. Katrina got arrested for it and got jo- got um, lost her job. Is that something that you should have said? Yeah, she's fine. She talks about it all the time. Oh, yeah. It was it was a long time ago and she's off case, her record. Um, Katrina, you're a horrible person. Okay. You should have not picked Indianapolis to win over the Seahawks <laughs> last weekend. It is her fault. Um, and Ellie's fault for us having to Not Ellie's sh- fault. Okay. Shut your mouth it's about my daughter. It's the person that birthed her's fault for making us take her back early, taking off her Seahawks jersey, and I'm very superstitious. I'm like crazy, crazy superstitious. I don't know if we've talked about all the weird things I do, but one of them is I'm fully invested in her wearing that her football shirt the entire game. Let's just say this. We'll we'll say this. There has been one game this season that my daughter did not wear her Seahawks jersey. And they lost. And it was last weekend. Yes. For the entire game. And it was last weekend. And they lost. So Sorry, okay. guys. Whatever. And even the week before that, she puked all over the shirt, and I made Jeremy clean it, dry it, and put it back on before the game started. Yep. So um, then the second scam I was part of, um, oh, and what would happen is Casey, that was my ex-husband, he would buy the alcohol for the girl. And then she no. would give him more money. Yeah, and then I found out what was going on. But anyways. What did you do after you found out? I said, be careful. Like, they, I mean, obviously the owners know how how many customers come in, right? And you can't just do it every single time. So that's a lot of money. Yep. Okay. Um, The second scam, I wasn't so much a part of, but I knew it was happening. Um, Casey and his best friend, we we all worked at Olive Garden, and we would know when a Olive Garden coupon was coming out. And the coupon was always for $5 off a meal. So what they would do is go to all at 2 o'clock in the morning, as soon as the paper boxes got stuffed, they would go to all of them, buy one paper, and then take the Olive Garden coupon out of it. They would go from Everett to Renton, taking as many of these as they could. Then what they would do is sell the coupons to to uh, the servers for two dollars a piece. Nope. nope. What? No. Nope. Just. So then, what would happen? <laughs> Sorry. Is like, say you and I are there and we're getting a meal, right? And it's like. Twenty dollars, right? No, because me and you would never be there getting a meal. Okay, <laughs> let's. Sh- I mean, we're doing uh, hypothetical. Yep. Say our bill is like bill twenty dollars, and, and Sarah, our because we wouldn't go. We we don't. And you do could only do the scam if someone was well, paying cash. But unlim- unlimited breadsticks, so yeah, breadsticks are pretty good. So, say you and I, our bill was nineteen dollars ninety five cents or something. Okay. And then we give twenty five dollars. Change back on the twenty. Yeah, we give we give we'll say twenty five dollars. That's it. That that's what we're gonna leave. The server would then take this coupon, not show it to the customers, but put it in and say, "Oh, these customers had a five dollar off," putting it down to holy shit. <laughs> so putting it down, and that's all tip for them. So I, a couple times, helped them gather the newspapers at two o'clock in the morning. Those are pretty good scams, though, right? 
Yeah, if you work at a shitty restaurant. I never got any of the money, though. I just had to go. Yeah, we used to say, it's Sunday morning and it's coupon day. Um, alert the trailer parks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. What? Tell me. So, you ne- I mean, what What did you get out of these scams? I didn't ever get anything. Yeah. But it was kind of fun to go at So maybe don't scam people. I didn't scam anyone. You were an accomplice. Kind of. You knew what was happening. Yeah. You allowed it to happen. That, you never reported it to really Olive Garden um, upper management. If I would have told the manager at Olive Garden that that was happening, he would have wanted in on it. That's not. He would have said, you guys only make a dollar and I make a dollar. Okay. One time know, during a rush, he came out and was trying to expedite and he had cocaine all over his nose. Oh, you moved. Your microphone. He had cocaine all over his nose. Okay. It was like running down. And the line cooks saw that this was happening. So they decided to mess with them and they kept all the food low and then just started like shoving it out as fast as they could to like mess with them. He like had a little bit of a nervous breakdown after that. He would often, we'd come to work like the next day. Hey, here's the moral of the story don't ever work at or go to Olive Garden, right? Well, I don't know. No, hey, Olive Garden, if you wanted to be our sponsor, guess what? Never-ending possible. Oh. Fuck you. <laughs> you can take your never-ending breadsticks and you can shove them up your Italian ass. I'll still eat them. That's where we should move the listener party to. Olive Garden instead of Round Table. No, we're having it at Round Table. Okay, fine. I will never, I will never darken the door of... An Olive Garden again. Swear it? Swear. Because that's where where your daughter wants to have her birthday party. No, so this it's is not. awkward. It is not. <laughs> because she's three. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never taken her to Olive Garden. Somehow <laughs> she knows. Somehow she knows. Holding back so many things that I want to say. Okay. Um, so yeah. those are my scams. Those were my jobs. Those were just... Oh, no. Sorry if oh. I talked way too much. That's how I felt last week. Okay, so now we're going to read some of our favorite That's tweets. That's how I felt last week, too. <laughs> I felt like I talked way too much. So here are some of my favorite tweets this week. Um, this is from Jose Bold. J-O-S-E-B-O-L-D. Colors of the rainbow. Blue, red, yellow, grape, flesh, iPhone case, CGI, Uninsured white people, Comic Sans, <laughs> government shutdown. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Hilarious, yeah. right? Yeah. I like this guy. Okay. Um, oh, have, it's more of a visual. Okay. I'm going to retweet it right now from the Nerd Out Loud. Um, uh, oh, should I retweet? Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. It's from my good friend uh, at Mr. Goats, M-I-S-T-E-R. G-O-A-T-S. I'm nothing if not tote profesh. Uh, <laughs> followed by uh, a, a, a picture of a penis. <laughs> like an emoticon picture of a penis. Like an eight. I'm equal, 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 equal. totes D. profesh. <laughs> I'm nothing if not totes profesh. That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Um, here's one from our friend Andrea Michelle Gorder. Let me see what her Twitter name is. Can you see it? Oh, hip hippie. H I P 
H-I-P-P-I-E. She said, I don't even mind the kids smoking weed behind the police station because at least they aren't on their phones. Right? I have another one loaded up if you want me. This was one of trending uh trending um hashtags going around last week three days ago so this weekend and it was add a word ruin a movie did you see that one going around the hashtag no no. okay so this one was really i'm not on twitter anymore okay (laughs) basically (laughs) almost never look at it this one was from just a bassoon jokes b-a-s-s-o-o-n-j-o-k-e-s and he said wait there's the an account called Bassoon Jokes? Yeah. Is this somebody that you follow? Um, or do you find... Someone had retweeted it, because it's funny. Hmm. Um, so, add a word, ruin a movie. His was Gluten-Free Willy. <laughs> All right. I think that's fun. Okay, do you have more? I Well, okay. So, I have I have kind of a weird... It's a little weird. Okay. Let's do it. Um, I have a friend that I want to give a shout-out on the podcast... Because she listened. <laughs> oh, so okay. now I think we're from three, maybe to four listeners. Maybe, right? Yeah. Um, so she has a private account, but I will tell you, definitely um, try and follow her. Maybe she'll follow you back. Yeah. There's no way of What's knowing. What's her name? Um, it's at uh, food, F-O-O-D, and soil, S-O-I-L. Do you know her real name? Or is it strictly Twitter Lara. for you guys? Okay. No. Met her in real life before. Okay. She gave me some great salt. And you gave her like a weird thing. Renderings from a from pork. Oh, right. Yeah. Or something. Some kind right? of weird cooking thing. Yeah, something. She's really big on cooking. Mm-hmm. Um she leans towards the left. She's a bit of a feminist. Um she hates circumcision. But all the things that I love in a woman she has. <laughs> Wait, let me recap that. So, so she likes to cook. Right. She's left-leaning, and she likes uncircumcised penises. And that's what you want in a woman. <laughs> well, no, that's that's not an absolute list, but it's... The top three. It's, well, no, it's not the top three. Oh. But it's all... It's, what, what would it's be in the top, top ten. It's in the top ten. We'll, we'll get back maybe to we should later. have a, a whole episodes of must-haves. Yeah, you maybe. Think? <laughs> maybe okay. so. Maybe so, um, and then my well, no, I'm not. I have another one that's funny. My only other favorite is from me, and uh, it's why I think I'm just going to be done tweeting because let's it's hear it. The greatest tweet that I think I've ever made. I haven't read it, so I want to hear if I genuinely you read laugh. It? No, go. Have you looked at my Twitter at all today? No. What kind of lady are you? What kind of lady am I? <sighs> are you sure? I gotta find it. Okay. Um, sometimes I think, how is my daughter three? Then I remember it's because I had sex with her mom three (laughs) years and nine ish months ago. (laughs) Hashtag PSA. (laughs) That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Although redacted. The best worst mistake I ever made. (laughs) The comment I'm going to make is redacted and I'll tell it to you off the air. Okay. Okay. Um, (laughs) This is from BJ Ong. Uh, Twitter name is who is BJ ONG. Heading to the mission in SF tonight with my Seahawks gear. I will get A, a burrito, B, shanked, C, both. 
Yeah, probably. <laughs> I think I feel like it would it would kind of cushion cushion the the shanking if you actually get a burrito. Would you get it before or after? <laughs> I don't know. Here's one from our friend um, Giovanni, super fan. If you use the phrase "deal with it," you're probably a self entitled hypocrite who gets mothered by his wife at nearly age forty or his friend. And I say, you know what, Gio? Deal with it. <laughs> he got hit by a cab today. Gio, I saw that. He got that. hit and run, and then the guy jumped out, made fat jokes at him, and then started taking pictures of the situation. So weird. And do, have you heard him on the Adam and Drew show? He's been run over by cars multiple times. Oh, I should give him a hug. I know. You guys have that in common. Yeah. What up, bro? Except for it would have been really messed up if the guy who hit you and you cracked his windshield got out and started taking pictures of you. Yeah. That guy just drove off. <laughs> yeah. Probably for the best. Yeah. That's what I would have done if I had run somebody over. It's not actually what I would have done. Wait. I'm, I think I have a really funny one from John. Okay. And then we can be done. Sorry. Because <laughs> we need to be done. Your dog is snoring. I know, right? It's time to go. Um, People are tired of listening to us talk. <laughs> Probably yeah. we should be done. Um, <laughs> this is from John Eddy. His is I don't ever pronounce it right. Uh, Jadeflix. Jadeflix. Jade. Jade. Jadeflix. 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 I know. J a y. No. J a y d e f i x. He even has a pronunciation. I pronounce it Jadeflix. Me too. But that's wrong. Check out his bio. It's a hilarious bio. He has He's, a pronunciation tip and it's in there. Jade Flicks. It's Jade Flicks. Yeah. But we call it Jade Flicks. Follow that okay. guy. It's worth it. So this is what his was. <laughs> Coworker said to a customer, oh, no. I stood up, shouted my best Kool-Aid man. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that's why my last employer let me go. <laughs> I can just see this. Him standing up in his cute farm. <laughs> like doing that. Ooh. Oh. So uh, I've been in his cube farm. <laughs> yeah, you have. I've Freaked been, him out. I've been all up in his cube farm. Oh if you know no. what I'm saying. He does wear a skirt. I brought all my boxes. He doesn't wear a skirt. He wears a kilt. But they never listen to this anyway. So. All right. Love you, John. That's it. Yep, that's it. Okay. So with that. Listen to us next week. We have a very exciting topic. What is it? Well, maybe we shouldn't say it in case there we have to do an audible. Oh, last yeah. Minute. Right. Might be religion. Might be social media. Nobody knows. It might be. We'll have to see. Awesomeness. We have no idea. And with that, Christina. Yes, Jeremy. What do you want to do? Go to bed. Let your nerd <laughs> flag fly. <laughs> Do 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 do